Hello and welcome to another Club Sports 10-Bit Podcast. And in this edition, I really want to look at how we nurture elite youth athletes. Now, I say this a bit tongue-in-cheek, as those who have listened before know that I've often questioned the marketing of elite youth academies within sport. Indeed, we need to question what is an elite youth athlete and what makes a coach an elite coach? Could it be the coaching expertise that they possess or the degree of experience that they've garnered over the years supporting other athletes? And maybe one of their athletes made it to the professional level because it appears behind every successful athlete, there's a whole team of coaches laying claim to making the athlete and having an impact on their development. Some of these coaches even go on and develop programs related to the support that they gave to the athlete and the secret to their success, a program maybe that they can sell for the next 10 or 15 years. Yet what is an elite athlete and what is an elite youth athlete? Even academic research struggles to define the term elite amongst sport. And so someone in a local community could be an elite hockey player and struggle to get beyond the WHL. So these loose terms really need to be taken in the context in which they're used. What does elite mean when you're assigning your child to an elite youth academy? And what does that academy give you in terms of supporting your child's development? Now, in an age where everyone is seeking shortcuts to success, sport really cannot be seen to follow that same path. Indeed, anyone can get on TikTok or YouTube and become instant stars overnight just by having a presence and doing a funny dance. Yet sport isn't like that. It's about the long haul, the struggles, overcoming setbacks and injuries. There is no quick fix or shortcuts to success in sport. It really is about allowing players to grow and nurture that passion within them to achieve success. A favorite quote of mine is, have you ever met a strong person who had an easy past? And what I really like about this quote is that we again wish to encourage players and athletes to make mistakes, to learn through their endeavors and recognize that success isn't a linear pathway and there truly are no overnight sensations. Even Lionel Messi has been quoted to saying it took him 17 years to become an overnight success. So let's look at how we can nurture this within our athletes. And really, it's not looking so much at the technical, the physical attributes, but how we nurture the athlete within. Because if we impact them, then they will strive to go out and seek more practice. They will be able to measure their development for themselves. Because again, going back to the external influences, most young athletes' behaviors are driven by the adults around them. The coaches will strive for them to do better, to get to that next level and to be successful in competition, whilst parents may be looking for a return on investment. The money, the time, and the dedication that they've spent driving their children around and supporting them in those competitions and events. A measure that sometimes has a really negative impact on the athlete. I must do this because my parents supported me. So in the end, we create square pegs for square holes and not free-thinking athletes. And this is where I want to talk about maybe changing the behaviors of athletes so that they can be free spirits and become those elite athletes. Because when we talk about elite athletes, we're talking about players and athletes who take risks in competitions. They think outside the box. They don't just do as the norm because if they did that, they wouldn't be those elite athletes. So how can we nurture that understanding, that desire within our young athletes, the desire to take risks, to accept failure and come back from adversity, seek new challenges that will make them stand out amongst the norm. That will give them that edge when it comes to player selections or team selections. The thing that really makes an athlete different is that they are prepared to take responsibility for their own development, their training and their performance within competitions. 
They're confident enough to gauge their performance against their parameters rather than always looking for external feedback from significant others. So really, the role of significant others isn't to give feedback on performance, but nurture a sense of confidence within to encourage the athletes to change their behaviors. Now, how do you get an athlete to change their behaviors? The first thing may be to recognize the behaviors that they wish to change, and maybe they play within themselves or always follow the coach's guideline. So what triggers all of our behaviors? The first is a sense of belief, a self-belief that is evident within these elite athletes as we see them, the champions of the world. They have a calm and a confidence about their performance. Now, it is important to recognize that the belief system will drive and feed our fault patterns. And from there, our emotions and our behaviors. So the key in nurturing a strong athlete is, first of all, to look at their belief system. Get them to challenge what they feel they are strong at within the sport and why they really enjoy doing it. Now, this doesn't mean telling an athlete that they're very good at this sport and asking them to believe that. The athlete has got to believe it within themselves. They've got to embrace that true feeling and identity that says that they are a successful athlete within their chosen sport. This truly is the key to get the athletes to see and gauge their performance, not wait for others' feedback or the outcome of a game, the time of a run or the score of a game, how many shots they got off. They're not true gauges of an athlete's potential. They're just a snapshot of where they are here and now. And this is where sometimes the feedback from significant others can really impact and influence the behaviors one way or the other. If it's positive feedback, it may give a false sense of security. If it's negative, it may even drive the athlete away from that sport. So we need to nurture that knowledge and the understanding of reflecting upon performance within the athletes so they can recognize the attributes that they possess in order to be successful. Now, like I said, the next step is the thought process. If an athlete has that belief system that they are a good runner, for example, then when given the opportunity to go out and compete or train for running, those thoughts will be positive ones. They'll embrace that rather than going into an area of sport that they don't like. So for example, some athletes may not like lifting weights and they'll associate that belief system that they're not strong enough. And as a consequence, all those thoughts around going to the gym are gonna be negative ones. And again, they won't feel easy. They'll try to make excuses or avoid going into that gym just because their belief system is telling them they're not strong enough. Now, if the thoughts are saying that, then the emotions associated to going to the gym are gonna be negative ones. And so here really lays the challenge of coaching and supporting an athlete. If they are uncomfortable in this scenario, it's to change that thought process and the beliefs around that. Don't be fearful of going into a gym. Go in and build slowly, spend time there. And it's not a case of going in to compete, it's finding an athlete's level so that they can start strengthening their belief system. Now, again, we might need to work in reverse. So the behaviors, the emotions, the thoughts, and the beliefs. So you might need to ask the athlete to change their behaviors. Can they spend a little more time just in the gym? And it may mean doing cardio work. And then once an athlete is comfortable going in the gym, you can consider then impacting the emotions, the thoughts, and the beliefs. Slowly encourage them to take risks and maybe try different apparatus or workouts within the gym. Slowly and gradually build on that. Again, this can be likened to any athlete in any sport. We see the square pegs in square holes and they very rarely step outside of the norm or what's been asked of them by the coach when really we want them to step outside and be game winners. 
whenever I try and select a team, I always ask that every position has a capability of winning that game. But if we're asking them to do specific jobs, some athletes are never going to step out of the realm of that role or that position. And so the key for me is when an athlete takes charge of their own development and embraces the challenges that are presented to them, they're more likely to accept responsibility and seek out those opportunities. So our athlete who doesn't like doing strength work may recognize the benefits of this development and eventually elect to go into the gym by themselves and overcoming the barriers that they first experience will support their long-term goals in becoming that more accomplished athlete. Again, I know that we all experience those first day of school flutters when we go to a new gym with new faces we don't know. And we are anxious, we are nervous. But the athletes that do achieve overcome those because they have a belief that in pursuing their goals, they're going to achieve what they've set out to achieve. They take responsibility for their own development and performance. And this is where I'm really trying to encourage the adults to support the athletes in their development. Not by creating square peg goals within square peg programs that are going to lead to ultimately those square peg performances. If you want to create that elite athlete, and I'm not suggesting that it should be someone who's going to make professional, but encouraging children to develop resilience and confidence in their own ability and judgments to enable them to fulfill their potential. Now, whether that's being a weekend warrior, um, a regional competitor, or someone who competes on the national or professional level. Let's try and encourage athletes to take responsibility for their own actions and performances. Elite academies do not create elite athletes. They market and provide a service that will support athletes with ideas on how to develop, but the athlete must choose to take those on. I want to go back to a podcast I held recently with Tosh Farrell when I asked what made Wayne Rooney really stand out amongst his peers. And Tosh's answer was that Wayne Rooney had two older brothers who would challenge him and push him to be faster and quicker, otherwise he wouldn't keep possession of the ball. So the environment challenged him to grow confidence in his own ability to retain possession. He didn't want to lose the ball, and he learned how to overcome adversity and move quicker. So this is really what we need to do with our own athletes. We need to encourage that self-exploration, get them to consider their behaviors and how they link back through to the self-beliefs. So to recap briefly, how do we nurture elite youth athletes? First of all, we need to support them during adversity to explore their own belief systems and gain that understanding of reflection on their own performances and taking control of their own development. Not always giving them the answers that they they may desire or we seek as adults. It's not about us performing, it's about us supporting, supporting the athlete to develop that true deep love and desire to play and hopefully have a free mindset to go and perform at their best in their manner, not the square peg in the square hole. So thank you for listening today. And I do recognize that there is a place for youth academies. There's also a place for strength and conditioning coaches to work with athletes. But the real goal is, can we encourage athletes to take responsibility for their own development and to pursue the goals that they set for themselves? Again, I thank you for listening. If you do have any questions or are seeking any strategies to open our Pandora's box, then please reach out and contact me at clubsport.ca. Thank you and keep active and stay safe.